guys. Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody, And I'm Erin. And today we are talking about what men and women want in relationships. We're going to talk about things that men value most in relationship in contrast to things that women value most in relationship and where there are similarities and differences. We're going to look at also what they value in sex or what they desire in sex and how to know when someone is ready to settle down. So let's dive in. Okay. What matters to men in relationships? Well, I weeded through a lot of articles and comment threads where men were talking about what they wanted most in a relationship. We also surveyed our listeners a while back. And honestly, a lot of their answers aligned with what men were saying online and the articles that I saw. We are going to highlight some of the most common answers that I saw from men regarding what they want in a relationship. Jody, do you want to tell us the first one? Yes. The first one is praise. Almost every article that we saw on this led with, or at least included lots of praise and statements such as make him feel like a hero, which popped up quite a bit. What are your thoughts? That gave me the cringe to say. I know there was something about the hero thing. And here's the thing. I totally agree that you should support your partner yeah. and hype them up, be encouraging, but over the top praise and like making him feel like a hero for things like doing the dishes seems to be honestly, seemed to be what a lot of men were hinting at and kind of like what the expectation was. Now, maybe I was just on some bad places, but this was, there was a lot of this. And I think that that expectation is a low ass bar. Men need to come with a little more confidence and a little bit less of a fragile ego. And that doesn't mean we shouldn't like encourage them and that they can't be sensitive or like insecure, like that you're human. And we get that, but needing to feel like a hero because you did the dishes once when your partner does them every day is not a vibe. I have any interest in like, and like, no, um, Anyway, this is one of those reason. things that's yeah. like, I think it's definitely all men too, because I remember my husband would do this and he would just like, he'd do the dishes and he'd be like, I did the dishes. It's like, I don't let you know every other time when I do them, like, thank you. Do you thank me when I do it? And then when we would like, when I'd done research on stuff like this before, it's like super, super common that men, like if they do something, they either expect something in return like they're doing it for a reason or they, you have to be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like, yeah. For some reason, the times that I ran into this one, it just like, I really got the vibe that it was the expectation almost that women should be responsible for a man's ego. And that a man's ego is dependent on this sort of praise and like hero, like hype up. And honestly, that is, it's not healthy. So maybe I was reading too far into it. I don't know, but obviously healthy praise and support for someone you love is always a good thing. The way a lot of these rewarded though, just really didn't set right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, the next one that was really common and this one is similar, but it's different. was compliments. Uh, several things I found noted that men would like to receive compliments and appreciation the same way that, you know, they feel they give compliments. And oddly, I thought this one made a lot of sense. I feel like the wording of the previous one just felt like a red flag, but this one totally makes sense to compliment and give words of affirmation to someone that you care about. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, obviously with anything you can go overboard, but yeah, I get it. Next is sex. 
Several articles I saw listed sexual connection, positive sexual feedback, or initiating sex to show sexual desire for him as a top thing that men value in relationships. Yeah, that makes sense. No surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, physical touch. Several comments from men said that they would love things like a massage here and there, especially if they're giving them regularly, having their hair played with, cuddling hugs, and other comforting and loving types of physical touch. Someone they can feel vulnerable with. This was another really common one. I think that one makes a lot of sense because in our culture, especially men may not always feel comfortable to be open and vulnerable with even their friends or in other spaces, the way they are, the way that girls are. And some comments and articles called this out, noting that a relationship may even be one of very few, if not the only space where a man feels comfortable opening up and being more vulnerable, which, you know, is a problem with our culture, but totally get that. Yeah. And then another one was decisions. This one also popped up a lot saying that men would love for their partner to make decisions sometimes. Like for instance, if they ask where to go out to eat, actually pick a place sometimes. (laughs) And I completely get that one too. Have you seen that thing? I think it's like a meme going around where they'll say, if you want to know where your girlfriend or wife wants to eat, just have them guess where you choose. Like say, oh, guess where I picked for us to go eat. And the first one they choose, that's where the first one they guess, like that's where they want to go. So I mean, I feel like that's a, not a bad idea. That's sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Next is clear communication and assertiveness. What's interesting on this one is that when it comes to assertiveness in general, there were a lot of mixed messages. Men seem to want a woman to be assertive about food choices when asked and even sexual things, letting them know what you like. They want a woman to be assertive in communication. So they're clear and not hinting at things in hopes that a man will figure it out. But there were also a lot of comments along the lines of respecting men as the authority and not talking too much. Hate to break it to you guys, but the woman who will only speak when spoken to and look to her man as the authority is absolutely not the girl who will let you know what their wants and needs are and not be faking every single (laughs) orgasm. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. Wow. (laughs) What matters the most to women? So that kind of wraps up our men one. We're going to transition into some of the things that matter most to women in relationships. And the first article that I came across here was on Psychology Today that put this just kind of perfectly stating women don't need partners who invest all their energy in trying to prove how strong, manly, masculine, macho, or heroic they are. Alpha males. (laughs) They just, (laughs) sorry, I added that. They just want men who are willing to meet them where they are and treat them fairly and equitably and are able to make sure that the romantic spark keeps burning. So obviously that specific comment wasn't super like specific and like actionable items, but I felt like it summarized summarized it super well. Yeah, definitely. Like I would, I'm more attracted to some, like a guy that's funny and like even goofy looking rather than like masculine and like just boring and no personality. So yeah, I agree. So moral integrity, this includes honesty and the ability to take responsibility for one's actions and generally just being someone who cares about others. Also emotional intelligence and emotional maturity was a common theme. Yes. I agree. (laughs) Uh 
why is that so hard to find? <laughs> I know. I honestly, that I, this could be a whole nother episode, but that <laughs> is like one of the problems when it comes to like things that affect men negatively of the patriarchy, like the patriarchy doesn't really serve men the way a lot of people think that it does. And this is one of the ways like it, it stunts men emotionally, <laughs> Yeah, but next is physical intimacy and sex. It was specifically noted that women really desire for sex to be something that is pleasurable for both parties and not something that is held over them. Many stories of women feeling like men feel owed sex if they do something nice, which makes sex start to feel like transactional and also centered around the man as something done for him and not something you both want. Women will desire men who please them sexually. I'm sure this goes both ways, but seeing that a lot of men really want to feel more sexual desire for them from their partner, learning a little about things like, let's say where the clit is could be a great starting point. (laughs) Touche. We're asking too much. (laughs) I know. I mean, like Google, um, (laughs) listen and be understanding women want someone that they can talk to and share with a lot of times. We want to figure things out for ourselves. Talking things through can really help this process. We aren't always looking for solutions, which is just something to keep in mind because I know it can be hard, even for myself, to listen to someone talk about their problems and not want to offer solutions to them. But sometimes just listening is the way to go. And then maybe ask them, like, do you want suggestions? Yeah. (laughs) Or do you just want to talk? Don't word it like that. (laughs) Do you just want to talk? have a conversation (laughs) (laughs) freedom to have relationships and emotional intimacy with others this does not mean women are looking to cheat no what it does mean is that many women voice feeling confined or controlled by partners but this is very toxic healthy relationships and connections outside of the couple are a good thing Both men and women should have friends and connections and people they spend time with outside of the relationship. Having your partner be your only friend is not good. Not good. (laughs) No, no, not good. Wow. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Um, Safety and security. Women want someone that they can feel comfortable to be themselves around and fully trust emotionally and physically. So that I believe wraps up all of our kind of the things that women are want. What are your thoughts on those? Do you agree, disagree with any? No, I agree. I feel like we don't ask much. Like men are like, oh my gosh, call me your hero. Compliment me. And we're just like, maybe figure out where the clit is and like not be a controlling douche caboosh. Right. Like be just like a (laughs) decent person. Yeah. Easy. (laughs) Right. No, I valid. I didn't actually think about it that way, but that's totally true. Uh, What I found really interesting here is that I think for both lists, both of the lists for men and women, the things that made the list as the most important, maybe also align with where men and women see gaps. Because what I think is really interesting is that 
for women, a lot of these needs, such as emotional intelligence, integrity, feeling loved and desired, these are things that are essential for a lot of women to even want to be physical and reciprocate. You can't be in a bad headspace and enjoy sex with someone, basically. If you're like pissed at them about something or they've been treating you like shit, I don't know, maybe some women can, but I would think it's safe to say the majority cannot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And anyways, it may sound obvious to say that it's a two-way street, but it really is like most women I know will not want to sleep with their partner if they're exhausted and maintaining all of the house and the childcare and working full time, or if their partner is not concerned with pleasing them at all, then sex can quickly start to feel like a chore because it's all about the woman's responsibility to please the man. But most women genuinely will want to be physical and please the partner who treats them well in and out of bed. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it it felt like at the end of the day, men and women want the same things. Like literally they want the same things. We're just like, here's the gaps of how men are treating women. And here's the gaps for men of like what's missing that like women aren't doing that men feel like they're doing. Mm -hmm. And if you meet those, you're kind of like, they both want the same thing. Anyways, that was kind of my takeaway from it. Yeah. Agree. Now that we have an idea of what men and women want most in a relationship, let's talk about sex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do men and women want most when it comes to sex? Well, I'll tell you. Men seem to have a desire for women to initiate more. A lot of men do want an emotional connection during sex and they want to know their partner orgasmed. They want tenderness and to feel desired and confident about their body. They want enthusiasm, things like dirty talk, or even guidance by saying things like, you're so mean, faster, right there, don't stop, et cetera. Why do you give me this shit? I give you the best ones, Jerry, because I just just wanted to hear you say it. Oh my God. They They want to know what you're into And you probably will have to verbalize this. For instance, if you're into a little choking, talk about this and let them know you've always wanted to try a little light choking, or are you really into choking? This is something they might be open to trying, but likely not something they're going to just start doing and risk traumatizing you. If it's not your thing, they also seem to want more blow jobs. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for telling wow. us what men want. Yeah. Women mostly just want to orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, this was honestly like every single woman talking about the first thing is like, if men could just like care a little about us too. <laughs> it's a real situation we've got. Anyways. Mm-hmm. There are some things that need to align to give women a fair shot here. And these are the things that women really want in bed. So what are they? First of all, women want foreplay. This one was pretty huge across the board. A lot of guys think that they have to last a really long time during penetration, but it's actually the buildup that's more important And being in the right headspace, being able to feel safe, sexy, and desired is really necessary for most women to be able to enjoy sex. Each girl will like something different, but ask them or pay attention to the cues. Also, women want you to know where the clit is. It's 2022, guys, and there are literal video tutorials you can Google. Just saying. Also, many women want a little dominance in the bedroom. 
what are your thoughts? Um, I, yeah, I agree. I think that's great. I mean, all of that. Anything I left out or anything that you <laughs> agree with? <laughs> you I agree us? with it all, especially that it's 2022 guys. Figure yeah. That's a major one. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the biggest one on this is that like, I mean, imagine if this was reversed and girls were like, you know, we're just gonna, I don't know, do something that isn't really enjoyable for guys because that gets us off and then like be done. And like, this was like a widespread experience for like the majority of men. Like, yeah, (laughs) it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be like that. Um, And I think that a lot of men talking about, they want women to tell them what they want and be more open sexually. I think Mm -hmm. that's hard in the world that we live in where there is so much kind of pressure about women being sexual, whether like, you know, if you, (laughs) you know, being called like a prude to a slut to whatever, a lot of women I think are brought up where the focus is around the male pleasure, the male gaze. And so it can take, I think a woman has to feel really, really safe and comfortable with someone to be able to open up in that way. In a lot of cases, obviously that's not the case for everyone. Some women are more comfortable than others, but I was surprised about a little bit, not too much about the dominance one though, because this was one that I saw again on every single one. And I really thought this would have been more split with some women wanting to be more aggressive or whatever. I don't know. Personally, I would like the guy, you know, to be more dominant. Yeah. I got you. Beta in the streets, alpha in the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Anyways. Signs women are ready to settle down or get married. Okay. Side note, but why do we refer to committed relationships and marriages as settling down? Like, can we leave her wild? I love that. (laughs) Right. Men often start to feel ready for marriage around the time that they start to feel out of place in single spaces like clubs. Feeling out of place here can lead to a desire to settle down more and start thinking about marriage. There is some truth to the idea that men find the woman they are going to marry when they are marriage or relational ready. I've read that so much that a man will typically not marry the love of his life, but they marry whoever they're with when they're ready to get married. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. But happens. It happens. happens. Signs that women are ready for marriage typically include starting to drop hints or spark conversations around things wedding related. If a woman has already pointed out what ring or type of ring she likes, what her ring size is, there's a really good chance she's ready for you to pop the question. Several things are going to be true in both men and women when it comes to gauging someone's readiness for marriage. And those things will include voicing a desire for marriage, talking about the future with someone. And that may seem really obvious, but what isn't always obvious is that someone who's not doing any of these probably isn't ready. So like, don't read into it. I feel like especially maybe this is a broad state, a scoping statement, but especially women tend to be like, oh, like I, you know, they convince themselves that like their boyfriend or whatever is ready for marriage because they are Mm -hmm. when the reality is like most people will drop enough hints that you'll know if that's the case. (laughs) And I think a lot of people tend to, especially in your early twenties, you see like one of your friends getting married and then another one of your friends and it's like, oh shit, do I need to right now? Or like, when you get older, you think like, well, well, I'm, you know, getting close to 30 and I'm not married. Like, you know, people need to just, if you're ready or don't get married, like who cares, you know? Yeah. If someone says they aren't sure if they want to get married or don't want to get married, 
believe them. Don't try to convince them otherwise because it probably won't work. And if it does, like, yikes. <laughs> like, I know. I would hate to end up being married to someone that, like, I tricked into marrying me or they oh begrudgingly, gosh. like, were convinced. Like, they were like, fine, I'll do it. I guess we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> no. It would be fun for a minute. But then, like, when the reality of that sinks in. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. If someone refers to couples or people who are married as lame or boring or just mocks in general, this is probably not someone who is desiring marriage for themselves. That's definitely a big indicator. If there's like married people Mm -hmm. are so boring or like whatever, like those kind of statements, that's probably someone who doesn't. Yeah. Don't pop the question to that person. There was a study done in 2018 that determined people tend to know if the person they're dating is marriage material within about six months. Yeah, sounds right. I think that's interesting. Uh, did you ever watch, oh, her name was Patty. I forget what her last name was. She was the millionaire matchmaker. Did you ever watch that? No, no, I never watched that. You're just, you're just as you're fine. You didn't miss it. Okay. I did. And <laughs> she would always say that like, if a guy hasn't, like if you're with a guy and you are marriage focused and a guy hasn't proposed within a year, it's time to move on because you don't want to end up wasting like three, four or five years with someone who doesn't want to get married because of Um, I think there were some other studies of this fact that like people probably know within like, certainly within the first year. And so if, if they don't want to, and I don't think this is, I don't know. I don't think that's like a great rule for everyone to live by. I just think it was interesting. I definitely know most people that I know that are married were together for more than a year before they got engaged. So Mm -hmm. probably not like solid across the board advice. (laughs) Anyways. It, I was, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyways, as an extra little fun tidbit, I found this thread on Reddit when I was doing all the fun research for this with a ton of comments where men were talking about what absolutely turns them off. And we're going to read some of the comments. Uh, side note, I looked for some on women and the ones where it was like, Hey women, what is a turnoff for you and men? was the only comments in it were men complaining about what they thought women were going to say and how women were wrong. Like it was the worst thread there. Were, I couldn't find a single comment on the thread. I'm not surprised. And I'm I was not just surprised like, at all. You guys, this, you wow. didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> the men that comment on here, them in general is right. the like every like, dude commenting on this thread and trying to explain to women why that's a, like, why something yeah. should or shouldn't turn them off. You're yeah. the, you're it. <laughs> it's, it's you it's, it's you, you babe. anyways <laughs> we're gonna read some of the uh very sexy comments <laughs> that we found anyways several of the men said that someone who's snotty stuck up and full of herself is a big turnoff that makes sense smoking popped up uh several times as a turnoff as well one okay. person said bad bitch syndrome and when i first read that i was like what the fuck like <laughs> Yeah. We might have that. No, I'm just kidding. So they don't, it's um, but anyways, probably having of, confidence. No. I, well, that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be yeah. like, but a lot of people were like, like what, what do you mean? Um, yeah. I would never say I have badass bitch syndrome though. That's fucking weird. <laughs> anyways. So the guy clarified noting women that tell me how valuable they, how valuable they are and scream, I'm a badass bitch and I take no shit. <laughs> He said, I don't know why, but it's becoming really popular. And I've had it happen on at least three first dates. 
what what that's like the alpha like the female version of the alpha male like come on Zell, you woman. i literally i don't that's know like, one oh, person that would say that like i don't know anybody unless they were like drunk and just being stupid but like see being serious and saying that to a man like on your first date i don't know one person that would do no i feel like that's someone who's either like really aggressive or really like almost so traumatized and like worried about men that she's like got her defenses up. I don't know. It's somebody who needs therapy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Either yeah. way. Yeah. I can't That's... even imagine being on a first date and be like, I'll tell you what I am. I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> I don't take it. You know what it probably is? This is the first thing that comes to mind. This is probably a guy that like screwed over a girl in the past and these are all her friends that he doesn't know and they're like just trying to bully him and just, you know what? That's what I'm picturing. If it's happened three different dates, first dates. It's the, it's, it, I guarantee it's like his ex's friends. That would honestly be amazing. Yeah. If they're all planned, like let's set, like, let's all the ones he doesn't know that I'm friends with. That's something like, we let's would all do go on a date sure. with him. And on yeah. the date, you need to at some point scream. I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would honestly make me appreciate those women a lot better than my initial, sure. like, yeah, I was envisioning that. That's the only way. I mean, especially three first dates for sure. They know each other. They've got to bad hygiene, especially mouth farting doesn't matter. That said women who act bratty or treat others like they're below her. That's an easy way to make me lose interest. If you think you can be an ass to someone just because you won't see them again, fuck that. Okay. People being rude in public was a really common one that turns guys off. Also shouting a lot like those badass bitches. <laughs> being social media obsessed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there were a lot that said things like asking the same question over and over is a big turnoff. Like a lot of guys saying this, like, I hate when they keep asking the same questions. Is this a thing? Like who's doing this? <laughs> The only thing I can think of is if like, you're not understanding the question or you're not answering. I don't even know. I yeah. was confused, but I was all threw it in there. Cause I was like, a lot of guys are saying this, that they're like annoyed with girls asking the same questions over and over. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of. Anyways, now <laughs> it's time for Joe Jam. All right. This week I have a new song that was released by Brett Eldridge. Um, he released it like a week ago. It'll be a few weeks when this is released. But anyways, the song is called Songs About You. And I just adore him. And uh, I don't think he's released much in a while. So yeah, check it out. What do you got? I have two new ones out this week on different side of the musical spectrum. First one is Jack Harlow with First Class, which is, uh, so he mixed over, I don't know if you remember that, like Fergie Glamorous where it's like first class up in the sky. I don't know why I always sing these. Yeah. About it. I can't sing, but um, anyway, so he like, he mixed over that and it's, it's a cool song. It just came out. A lot of people are into it on the talk, the TikTok. (laughs) Um, And then I know that was real boomery of me to say Um, Megan, the stallion has a new song out called plan B. Mm. So nice. And it's a bop. So, all right. Now it's time to dish bish. You better dish bish. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so smooth. 
It was. I feel like that was like a jazzy intro. It was. We usually like a little more hyper, but yeah, it's all good. Okay. Okay. We just have a few questions for Dish Bish. Dish Bish is the section where we get a little bit spicier, although our episodes in general have been getting a little spicier. So Mm -hmm. um, sometimes these aren't even as spicy as the episode, depending on on the topic, (laughs) but these are a good mix of spicy. Uh, So Jody, what is one non-physical thing you need when it comes to sex? I have to laugh. I have to laugh. Like you got to be funny. You got it's got to be like light during it or oh, to just like kidding. initiate it. Like, no. Oh, okay. you're saying like you they have to be able to make you laugh like outside of like during the yes. day and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and like to initiate to get there. Like I want to laugh. Like I want to be. Yeah. yeah. Um. And another physical thing that I need during sex is a penis. That's the next question. You're skipping it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like. No, no, like what's a non-physical thing you need when it comes to oh. laughing? You want to yeah. laugh at them? You yeah. Laugh at their penis? Listen, listen, <laughs> there's, it's been a little bit of this. Cheers. What's a non-physical? A dick. <laughs> <laughs> I need a penis and I want to laugh at it. Yeah. It's a physical. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I have to answer these two, which is, uh, okay. Yeah. So non-physical thing. Honestly, I think, and this was like a common theme. It's like, whatever. Um, just like feeling really comfortable and like safe and like comfortable with someone, I think yeah. is important because if you don't, it's not going to be good sex. No. Mm-mm. So, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Now, what is one physical thing you need when it comes the to pain. sex? The pain. <laughs> anything else (laughs) um I mean that's what you that's what you need so So, technical (laughs) (laughs) not if you're not if you're um you don't have to you could not if you're in like a same-sex relationship oh but me personally I could not I yeah yeah gotcha okay um so for me I would say like foreplay and kissing like I wouldn't want to just go straight straight for the pain <laughs> like right stick out the gate. In. like you gotta just stick you gotta get jam that fucker in there it, you know what I mean yeah <laughs> um cool cool what are <laughs> what are your thoughts on one night stands um I think that's super it's not something that I could I was I'm married but like even if I wasn't I don't think that's something that I could do but I think it's cool for people that can I mean I'm just too emotional like I would just I feel like I'd be probably yeah probably because I I couldn't just with like a random off the street anyway so there'd have to be something there to begin with yeah yeah I'd get my feelings hurt real quick (laughs) but for everyone else I think that's cool like to each their own yeah I mostly agree except for the married part I think that (laughs) I'm cool with them as far as like, if you want to do them, I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as it's consensual and safe, Mm -hmm. uh, like use protection and all that. But I think for myself, here's the thing that I always think of when it comes to one night stands, there was a survey done or like is this study done that like always stands out to me that reported it, it analyzed like different types of relationships. And anyways, it reported that like something like 7% of women who have sex with men 
actually orgasm in a one night stand. So I'm like, what a waste. Like, I don't want to like What's give it point? up to some dude that like, you're not even going to get anything out of it. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and as, as fucked up as this is, I feel like a lot of dudes lose respect for you. Once you do that, like if you do, which is so dumb, it's like that the, they think that their own fucking dick makes a woman less valuable is like a topic for another day. Yeah. And I think it's stupid, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just, it's, I think they're more problematic than they're worth. Yeah. Sounds right. So, but in theory, like, yeah, they, they seem like a fun idea sometimes and they never are. So Jody, do you think you could be friends with benefits, like in a friends with benefits situation and actually make it work? We're going to pretend you're not married in this scenario. Like okay. theoretically, do you think you could do it? Um, not like, you know, I could do it if they weren't doing it with other people, because I, first of all, I probably would get like emotional and some sort of attached, like just being honest. And I'm not trying to like catch anything from, you know, if you're off with other people. So probably. Yeah. What about you? I think I could do it. I've had what I would say, like maybe one, like friends with benefits situation. And I where like, it was fine. I didn't get attached. It wasn't like great sex, but (laughs) we might have to cut that on the, damn it. I keep forgetting the video. Um, All right. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I think, I think I could, and I think I've actually like gone back and forth with the idea. Like, should I do that if I don't really want to like be in a relationship, but I do, I do feel like I would get attached and I agree with, I would almost still want it to be monogamous. I think where you're like open about it and it's like, look, you can like date other people. I don't want to hear about it, but you can date, but if you're going to start like hooking up, like sexually with other people, then this stops or like, you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to be. I wouldn't want to be catching STDs over no friends with benefits. Like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. And it'd have to be, I feel like someone either that like, you know, you wouldn't get attached to or would potentially be okay. Because I feel like if it was like, if the sex was good, I feel like I'd end up being like, I'm in love. I'm like, why do I have to be such a like stereotypical like girl about stuff? Sometimes I hate no, it. No, you're just being honest. Like you're, you yeah. say the things that other people like don't admit to. So that's fine. You know, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay, Jody. Last question: If you woke up in a world where polyamory was the norm instead of monogamy, would you still be monogamous, and why? No, because what if what if I'm in Nashville and. <laughs> Morgan Wallen. Oh my God. <laughs> As if I ever, ever have a chance, but whatever. You would. It would I be believe there and I would, I would, I would do it. Don't leave the Broadway. Don't leave this Broadway girl alone. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> amazing. So stupid. What about you? Um, you know, I am not sure. I think that initially, at least I would probably still lean towards monogamy. But I would probably be open to experimenting. Like, I would want to understand it. And I would be open to, like, trying that. I just, I'm not sure. It would take me a while to be comfortable trying it. And I don't know if, I don't, it would be, it would be hard. I just think it would be hard. But I would be open to trying it and learn. Learning more. I need more information. (laughs) Teach me your ways. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is all we have, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Boom Tequila Podcast. Join our Facebook group and where we do lives after we record. Cheers. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.